In this episode, we chat with longtime volunteers Darren Scala and Monica Gadotti. This dynamic duo have worked together on fundraising events, but their relationship was galvanized while working on over 25 wishes together. Here is Darren Scala and Monica Gadotti. Thank you guys so much for taking some time out of your day to, to chat with me on behalf of the chapter. Thank you for all the amazing work you guys do. We'll start off first with Darren. We'll just go alphabetical, D and then M for Monica. So Darren, tell me a little bit about yourself and our listeners that, are, that don't know you. Um, you know, what is your name, the county that you come from, and, um, and you know, how did you get involved with Make-A-Wish? So I'm Darren Scala. I, um, I live in Westchester County in Yonkers. Um, I have been involved with Make-A-Wish for probably like 11 years. I think I'm on my, in my 11th year. I have data for that. So your actual anniversary date is September 2nd, 2009. So you actually are, you know, 11 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm a veteran. <laughs> yeah, you're one of our, our key veterans at the chapter that help us, you know, grant wishes as well as help us out on events. Um, so welcome to our to the Wish House podcast. Yay, this is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And and Monica, you're our second guest that's also on this uh, podcast episode. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Share with our listeners your name, the county that you come from, and how did you get involved with Make-A-Wish? Sure. Um, I'm Monica Gidati. Gabe, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I've been involved for about 13 years now. Yeah, and so your start date is August 8th, 2007. 2007. Okay, 13 years. Good. 13. So I live up in uh, Putnam County in Brewster. And the way I got involved with Make-A-Wish was, I think I was back to go through that empty nest syndrome thing where the last of my four kids were about to graduate high school. And I was starting to panic thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with myself? Because, you know, all my school volunteer days and my Girl Scout leaders days were over. And one of the things at their high school was we were inducting, um, we have the Hall of, every year we have the Hall of Fame where we induct somebody into the Hall of Fame. And the person that we were inducting was Tom Conklin and I was working on that event and when I went and I listened to the stories that he shared about the kids and Make-A-Wish then I realized oh my gosh that's that's the thing that's what I really really want to get involved in and it was like the best thing I've ever done so and actually for those that are listening that don't know who Tom is that Monica is referring to that's our president and CEO Tom Conklin um, who was sharing um, that experience at that speaking engagement so that's how you heard about us was through Tom Awesome. So, um, so thank you guys so much for joining us on this podcast. You know, our hope is that we're able to connect, you know, stories of community members and how they're involved on wishes. And, you know, you guys have a very unique uh, perspective because um, it's, it's pretty cool, actually, because not every person uh, or that volunteers will make a wish really gets to um, connect with other volunteers so closely as both of you have over the years. And, you know, you guys have the distinction of being one of our amazing wish teams that work directly on wishes. Do you guys have any idea of how many wishes you guys have granted together? Um, let's see. I don't know, maybe about 20, 15, yeah, 20? I'd say somewhere between 15 and 20, yeah. So I have a number for you. Oh. <laughs> so you guys have worked on, on paper, on 25 wishes together. Wow. Okay. Now, do you guys remember the first wish you guys worked on together? Oh my God. I'll give you a hint. It was a celebrity related kind of wish. 
Not Mia Hamm. No, what I was going to say, but the soccer lady, yeah. Um, um, let me know when you give up. I'll give you guys a, another clue. Has to do with a movie. Was oh. it Transformers set? Movie set? That's what we, yes, you're correct. So the, the first wish both of you guys worked on together as a wish team was for wish kid Michael, who wished to go on the set of the Transformers movie. Wow. Oh, How wow. amazing is that? Do you guys remember that wish working together? Oh, yeah. I remember all my wishes with Darren. He makes everything memorable. That's awesome. So what was one of the things that kind of, uh, when you kind of think back on Michael's wish to go on the set of Transformers, what was kind of the one thing that that kind of stands out in your memory, Monica, about that um, that experience of granting that wish? Um, You know, the thing with all of the wishes, you know, we've been fortunate where we have been able to participate in some of actually seeing some of the wishes. You know, as far as the others, I think the thing that stands out is just meeting the wish kid, meeting the families, and seeing the unbelievable strength, the human strength that gets you through these these devastating times that nobody would ever want their families to go through. And I think that's the case with like, you know, you know, most of those wishes kind of thing. I don't gotcha. know what you think. <laughs> what do you think, Darren? What about you? Do you kind of recall some of the things that stand out with, with Michael's wish or one of those early wishes you guys worked on together? I mean, I think, um, you know, I'm a process guy. So I love the whole process of taking something like uh, wish granting from start to finish, from meeting the kid, from hearing about what they want, all the way through to carrying out that wish, working with you guys in the wish house, just to get that wish going and make that wish happen. And then seeing ha- happiness on these kids' faces it just pulls it all together, and that's that's what it is to me. That's what it is to me. That's fantastic. And it's interesting, too, because, you know, both of you guys represent two counties out of the eight counties that we cover. So you have Westchester County. We also have Putnam in for you, Monica. Um, so, you know, the fact that you guys were even had the opportunity to work on a wish together is also pretty rare because you guys, I mean, Monica, I know you're traveling kind of all over the place, you know, throughout the counties, and you also, you know, Westchester is one of the ones that you kind of, pass through when you're actually going to visit your daughter as well. So, um, so, so it kind of made sense that a Westchester one kind of worked for both of you guys, but what kind of has sustained that connection with each other as far as working on these wishes? I know you guys have a lot of fun together, but do you guys find that you kind of complement each other? And if so, kind of like, what are the things that you kind of help each other with throughout the process of granting a wish? I'll take that Monica. <laughs> <laughs> We absolutely compliment each other, I think, you know, it's like, and we just enjoy being with each other and and seeing that, as Darren said, going through the whole process. And I don't know about Darren, but I think like my favorite wishes to do with Darren is, um, in particular, we have done a lot of wishes at a children's hospital. Mm. And I think we... I really enjoy that, you know, doing it with Darren because we, we do see the whole process. It's not like we meet the family and then the wish the house takes over and does everything. And then we get to see the family again after. But a lot of those wishes have been there from, from very, um, 
I don't know what you. Yeah, they're medically complex kids, and 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 to kind of put some context around it for those that are listening to this podcast, you know, some of the wishes that you guys work a lot on are for wishes that are a little bit more challenging, and most of the time the kids are from Sunshine's Children's Home, or they're 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 from Elizabeth Seaton um, over in Yonkers. So I mean, these facilities and these uh, these areas, they, they work with kids that are very medically complex. And, you know, many times, many, a lot of the kids are nonverbal, which is an added layer to the whole experience, because you're really relying on different prompts, you're communicating differently with the kids. Um, for those that are a little bit more active, you're communicating sometimes with the tapping of hands, sometimes you're communicating through, you know, uh, you know, like a, a voice type of machine, in some cases, for some of the kids that have that ability um, to have that. So, you know, those added layers uh, to a wish for a lot of people that are thinking about volunteering may, they may shy away from, but you guys always kind of jump and are ready to work on those. You know, what are some of those things that kind of, um, well, like we, I think we love doing that because most of those wishes, because the children are so medically compromised, they cannot leave the facility. So most of those wishes turn out to be parties. So the kids have done like Spider-Man parties, petting zoo, you know, parties where make a wish will send in the, you know, the petting zoo, um, and I think it's so rewarding because it's not just seeing the one child whose wish it is, mm. but they bring in the whole community. They bring in the people who take care of them. They bring in all the other children in the hospital. And you see how one child's wish reaches so many different people, you know, and, and how they benefit from it. And I think that's what, you know, Darren and I love doing that because we can yeah. actually see the joy that it brings to all the people, you know, and I, I think you know, I think that's why I really love those wishes. And doing yeah, and I love a more challenging wish. Well, I love to grant wishes that are travel related. And, you know, the, the bottom line is most kids want to go to Disney. And that's fantastic. And it's, it's a wonderful wish. And, and, and I love to see them off on their Disney travel wishes. But the, the, the more challenging wishes are the ones that I love to get involved with. You know, whether it's a room redecoration or, you know, it's working on a kid at, at the Sunshine Home, you know, bringing them a party or something that, you know, that's pulling all the pieces together to get that wish to, to happen and make that kid smile. That, those, those are the best wishes. The ones that are most challenging where you're delivering the most joy. Right. That's great, Darren. And I actually have a, a segue to that quote to what you just shared, which is, you know, for those that are listening in, they may not necessarily know what those challenges are when working on a wish. And, you know, Monica, you referenced earlier that some of the challenges could be that they're medically complex and so that and that they, they can't leave the facility of where they live. Um, so that adds a, a particular challenge. But when you refer to room redecoration wishes, those have some interesting challenges as well. What can you share some of the ones that you kind of recall are kind of the more frequent challenges or or just one of the added things, layers to the wish experience uh, when you're working on them? Uh, well, I, look, I mean, we, we, Monica and I had an amazing wish with Kira, Kira Allen, who's an amazing wish kid who has moved on to, to be, in, you know, she's in Columbia University right now. She's an actress. She's, she's a speaker on behalf of Make-A-Wish. Her wish was challenging because originally she wanted to meet a, a, one celebrity and we had to stick with it before she picked another celebrity was the first one didn't work out. And then just, we, we waited and waited. And it, it, two years later, she got her wish to meet Billy Joel. And it was the most, it was, it was so worth the wait. And it was so amazing to deliver that wish because she was incredibly excited and happy. That's amazing. And a special shout out to the Garden of Dreams Foundation, which, you know, is the uh, not-for-profit charity arm of uh, Madison Square Garden, 
who kind of helped facilitate that entire experience for Kira. And, you know, I'm hoping to get Kira on the podcast later on. So I, I can't wait to hear uh, more about her experience and obviously working with you guys, you know, from the perspective of a wish kid, you know, um, and kind of sharing with you guys what the heart of her wish was and kind of how you guys helped, you know, um, enhance it, which actually is a good question for both of you, because you too are actually some of our best volunteers that are able to enhance wishes. So for those that are listening, enhancing wishes means that when we, when we send volunteers like Darren and Monica to go visit kids, we encourage them to always bring small gifts for the wish child and the siblings or any other kids that live in the household. Um, and that, and usually there's a price range that we try to stay within for those enhancements because there is a budget for all this stuff, but you know, Darren and Monica, you guys always do a great job of really making the most out of the budget. So how do you guys do that? Monica, what about you? You can take it away because I know you, you love balloons. I love the job. <laughs> <laughs> right up my alley. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not about a big gift or anything. It's kind of more like finding out what really interests that kid and then where the wish is going and try and get something that goes along with that, you know. Whether if it's a celebrity wish, you know, you get things that, you know, even like a, a poster or a mug or a, you know, something related to that celebrity. Or if it's a travel wish, you know, maybe go and get a book on, if they're going to Paris, get a book on Paris, you know. So it doesn't have to be a lot of money, but it has to have thought behind it, you know, and to really get them excited and get them thinking more along the lines with their wish. Because I think the difficult time they're going through that's what really, you know, gets them out of their funk and gets them out of focusing on the the medical stuff and can just help them every now and then to start thinking more and more about their wish. So, so you guys are dropping again, for those that are listening and, and maybe don't really understand the fullness of what the wish process is or how enhancements work. You guys are doing them as icebreaker gifts when you first visit them. And you're also doing it throughout the duration of the wish, whether that's a few months or a couple of years in the case of Kira, like you guys mentioned, where you guys are, are, are having touch points with the family. You're dropping off those little gifts kind of spread out over the course of the entire wish. Is that right, Darren? Yeah, I mean, you, you try to make things, you, especially if you're waiting for a wish to happen, you try to sort of like keep that connection going. And so little things along the way, whether it's a, a card or, you know, a, just a, a, a holiday card or a, a birthday card or a gift. Monica is really good at sending birthday gifts for our wish kids. Um, <laughs> so it's really about keeping that connection going and making sure that they know that we haven't forgotten about them, especially if for wishes that take a little bit of time. That's great. And actually, that's a good kind of um, segue to another th topic that I wanted to cover with you guys, because both of you have been with the chapter for over 10 years. Um, so you've seen a lot of different versions of how we grant wishes in the sense of our process, our workflow, how we do things internally. You know, how has how have you guys been able to stay connected with Wish Kids during the pandemic that everything now you know, we moved from in-person wish visits to then virtual wish visits. So a lot of wish visits are happening the way we're conducting this podcast right now, which are through Zoom meetings or, you know, through some other, you know, video conferencing kind of platform. That's how you guys are really connecting with our wish kids. Now, have you found that to be easier, harder, challenging? Kind of, you know, share some of your thoughts about that. Well, that's where we say that Darren and I work hand in hand because I'm good at shopping. And he's good at the technical stuff. And I really was very, very nervous. And, you know, people kept saying, oh, Zoom. And I'm like, I cannot Zoom. Unless my kids are here and can get me on, I can't Zoom. Darren's like, piece of cake, piece of cake. 
So I, I was really kind of hesitant, but then he set the whole thing up and I was amazed. I was amazed at how easy it was and how you really still, you don't have to be sitting right next to the person in the chair. You can really connect with somebody, you know, via Zoom, via, you know, the computer. And, yeah. you know, we did, we had an amazing wish the other day with the family. So that, that's awesome. And I, I wanted to kind of, you know, add to that a little bit because one of, you know, the roles that I've had at the chapter, you know, previous to my current role was to kind of manage all the volunteers. And one of the biggest challenges that, you know, I found a lot of times was finding wish granting teams that would be able to go visit a kid that was far away. Um, that was in a county that was where we didn't have a lot of volunteer representation, like our northern part of our counties, like Sullivan County or, you know, Delaware County. Um, so now that we're having a lot, all of our visits now happening virtually, my hope is that for our current volunteer coordinator, Jillian, this is going to make her job a lot easier to assign wishes moving forward once we're done with all this pandemic stuff, you know, because then she, now volunteers have the experience under their belt to work on virtual wishes and having visits done virtually. So now we'll be able to reach all of the kids in every county without them waiting too long, which is always our concern is that we're not, you know, that we're meeting with them as soon as possible. So, you know, that's another kind of plug for those that are interested and are listening in on this podcast that are interested in volunteering. You know, now that we have the ability to do virtual visits, you know, even if you're living in Westchester County, you can go visit virtually a kid in Delaware County, which is four hours away um, if you were to drive there. So I know this because I've, I've gone to those those kids where it's taken, you know, literally a whole day driving, just going to and from, um, you know, to, to the visit. So not including the time at the visit. Um, so do you guys uh, have any advice for ki- for other for people that are listening in about, you know, getting involved with volunteering? Have you found that, you know. Actually, I should step back because I have to say, you know, Monica, you actually have the distinction, I think, of being part of the first class of uh, volunteers that I actually gave an orientation to when I joined the staff in yeah. 2007. So, you know, yeah. you've seen, you've, you, we've been together for you know, all these years. Um, how has that been for you seeing kind of how much the chapter has grown over the years? Right. Yeah, I think you and I, we've seen a lot of changes in the office itself. People have come and gone. but I think the thing that's the glue that holds everybody together is that I found that when I go in and I work in the office, you know, I'll volunteer in the office also, and I've gotten to know this staff, and I realize that they don't look at this as a job. I mean, they really don't. They look at it as if it's their personal mission to bring these wishes to the kids. You know, I know you have your own personal story as to why you are there. We've had, you know, a wish mom that had been there and, and is working. And even I've had some of my best friends now I've made through Make-A-Wish. You know, Darren, he's, he'll be somebody that'll be in my life forever. You know, I just love him. And I know you're going to talk to Diane. I met her when I was her wish, you know, I was the wish grantor for her son. And now she's one of my best friends. So, you know, all the people in the office, you know, I, I love them all. And I think that's the thing. Is that even though people come and go, they 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 know the mission and it's part of their drive. It's what they want. It's what they feel is so important to do whatever's right for these kids, no matter what it is. And yeah. so I, I think that's what's what's held everybody together, kind of thing. Yeah, and and you know, Darren, you know, I want to ask you, you know, you also have, you know, along with Monica, but you guys you also do a lot of events. 
together. Um, and, you know, kind of how did that transition from working on wishes and kind of doing that thing to then saying, hey, let's pair up and let's also do events? Because events are, would you say it's like a different animal than granting a wish? It's a whole other set of, you know, disciplines, but the whole idea of a community outreach and being at events and doing events is completely thrilling. It's a whole nother thrilling end to the whole volunteer process. I mean, I love just getting out and, and seeing the people that I work with, like you and the rest of the people at the Wish House, because we don't really get to see you guys. So one of the one of the ways to do that is to do an event. But no, doing the events are, are just great. Just a way to get out there and actually, you know, the, the, the Wish Ball and the Wish Walk are probably my two favorite events because you get to see, the, you, you get to see the constituents, you get to see the the human aspect of the organization, the people. That that's drive. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's great. And, you know, both of you guys, you know, have also kind of evolved within your event volunteering because you guys used to do a lot of registration um, for, at events for the walk and also for our wish ball. You guys did a lot of live auction stuff for, for the events as well. But, you know, what you guys have kind of fallen into, which is kind of cool, is to be our like photography assistant on, on a lot of these events. How has that been kind of transitioning from like really kind of detail-oriented kind of roles as a volunteer for those jobs as a volunteer to then go becoming a, a photography assistant for our on-site photographers that are capturing these moments, you know, at these events. How has that been for you guys? And how did I even start? Do you recall? <laughs> oh, no. Monica, you were doing it first, and then I got brought on to help you. <laughs> so I felt like it was one big promotion for me. I was like, hey. <laughs> Listen, you guys truly are two of our most wonderful volunteers. And, you know, and, and honestly, on behalf of the entire chapter, you know, we, we're so grateful for the amount of time and dedication you guys give to us every, every day. Because um, we know that, and to your point, Monica, what you said earlier, you know, we're passionate about our mission. But, you know, we also uh, gain more passion from the volunteers that, are, that you guys are taking time out of your day um, and with all the different charities that are available for you guys to volunteer in, if you don't do, you know, I know you guys don't only do make wish you guys do other stuff as well within the community, um, you, you still dedicate time to us. So, you know, what would you guys say is the reason, um, you know, you mentioned before the people, but, you know, what kind of has steered you to kind of stick around with us for over a decade? Both of you guys have been with us for over 10 years. So um, the mission is amazing, but, you know, Sometimes life changes and, and things, you know, other responsibilities, you know, take more of a precedent. But what has kind of kept you guys still connected with each other and connected with the chapter, you know, especially now during the pandemic where we aren't able to really see each other that much? I think, well, obviously, you know, when you meet the kids and you meet the families, it's just the most inspiring thing. You know, you realize what a wonderful privilege you've been given that you can be part of this and that you can help these kids. And like I said, I consider the people at the wish house, my friends, I consider the other volunteers like Darren, my friend, and not only that, but it's also rewarding because now through the years, as Darren said, sometimes when you work with the older kids, you get to, you really get to know them. And he mentioned Kira, you know, we started with one wish for her when she was maybe, I don't know, what was she doing, like 16 or 17? That, yeah. Then we had to wait another couple of years. And then finally her wish was going to come true. Yeah. And she had said to us, um, you know, I want you to come down as part of the wish because she was given by Garden of Dreams. She was given a suite. And she said, you know, I want you to there. And we said, well, no, no, you know, the wish granters don't take part in the wishes. 
that's something else. And I was so touched because she said to us, well, I'm not asking you as my wish granters. Uh -huh. I'm asking you as my friends. Yeah. And I have found that, you know, this has been the case with several of the wish kids, you know, they're now older and even though their wish is old over, you know, I'll still get together with them and Darren and I'll get together with Kira and we consider them friends now, you know, and many of them also have now become wish granters themselves because they're old enough and they realize how important this mission is and the impact that it has on others that right. they want to get involved too now and everything. So it's just it's just the most incredible thing, and I I mean I can't imagine ever walking away from this. You know, <laughs> we don't want you to. I'll, I'll do this till the day I die. Hey, there we go. Uh, well, let me ask you this. I mean, you know, you talk a lot. You know, you got you guys have shared wonderfully how how it's touched your lives and how you'll stay connected with us. You know, for forever, right? Um, and the connection you guys have built with Wish Kids and families. You know, has there been anything that has happened on a, You know, when you first were interested in volunteering, you kind of got started with an orientation and application. Has there been any surprises along the way that you were not expecting for yourselves as, as volunteers that has come out as a result of your time dedicating um, to Make-A-Wish? No, I was gonna say, you know, Abe, like you said, I had you originally for the training, but when I first signed up for Make-A-Wish, I said, I will go to the office and I'll work in the office and I'll go to the events and I'll help with the events. But, you know, that's it. I don't want to start getting personally involved and everything. And the more I worked with the people at the office and the more I went to events and the more I found out about exactly what the wish process is, then, you know, I was asked, why don't you become a wish grantor? And I'm like, yeah, you know, let me try that. And it was by far the most rewarding experience, you know anything I've done other than have my own kids. It's the most rewarding thing I have ever done with my life. Yeah. Amazing. I, mean, I have to say that, that I think it wasn't necessarily a surprise as much as it was sort of a, uh, a, a validation of my choice because I knew Make-A-Wish was an incredible organization and I knew I wanted to, to volunteer and spend my time with an organization that I had heard was so wonderful, but it really wasn't until I started volunteering for Make-A-Wish that I realized, oh my, this is a really incredible organization. This is a, this is a, you know, uh, this is an organization that treats its volunteers amazingly. The communication is unbelievable. I mean, obviously the mission is, is wonderful, but all of the other mechanisms that make, that drive Make-A-Wish, you know, all the behind the scenes stuff, I think, well, I, I, I wasn't surprised much as I was amazed by how amazing it all comes together and works for the kids. That's amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing some of your experiences as volunteers, both at, on wishes as well as events. Um, you know, we have a segment on the podcast, we call it the shooting star segment. So it's a series of questions where, you know, we want you to just kind of say the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the question. So we'll start with you, Monica. What first drew you into Make-A-Wish? Um, Hearing the stories, as I said, Tom Conklin had been a teacher at the high school where my kids were. I went and I heard at his, in, <laughs> at his induction into the Hall of Fame and I heard some of the stories and I saw some of the pictures that he shared with everybody. And it just so touched my heart that I knew I had to get involved somehow. Mm. Darren? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is branding because I'm a, a marketing guy, I come from a marketing background. And so 
uh, you know, the power of the Make-A-Wish brand is really what drew me in. But then, you know, getting the orientation and hearing about the, 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 the organization and learning more about it just solidified what I had already had my perception of the brand. And oh my, did it really live up to it. Amazing. And Monica, what is your, of all the memories you've made over the years, you know, volunteering with Make-A-Wish, you know, what is your favorite Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley memory? Oh, geez. I've had so I can't even narrow it down. It's like I've had so many different angles, you know, angles. Like working in the office, I have to say, not only do the people want to, you know, get the mission accomplished, but they enjoy doing it. Everybody genuinely loves each other, respects everybody, and I've had such a good time. The wishes, I there's so many that I, I couldn't even pick out a favorite. Um, but like I said. Darren and I, I think we like the ones where we are personally involved in making the wish and seeing the child during the wish kind of thing. And I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't ask me for one. I can't give you one. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> I know it's tough. I know. I know. I got to throw it out there, right? It's a shooting star segment. Um, so next question for you guys, you know, um, what was the, I mean, I know you can't pick one memory, but do you have a favorite wish? that you guys have uh, individually kind of either worked on or maybe worked on together? Um, I can tell you, I worked, I, I, I would have mentioned that room decoration, redecoration, because um, it was a, uh, she was like a 13 or 14 year old girl and um, she wanted her room redecorated. And it was one of my first early wishes. And I sent a note, I think to Macy's and I said, can you help us with this wish? And they wrote back to me. And they gave me like an unlimited budget to, to buy stuff for this kid. And I was like, that is what it's all about. So yeah. I think that was one of my favorite wishes because it just pulled all the pieces together and we delivered this beautiful re room de redecoration for this girl. Yeah. And for the record, you know, um, now our process, you know, we asked that volunteers share those uh, intentions with the wish coordinators at the office and then we could always go out and make the ask especially for someone a company as large as Macy's we have a great working relationship with them um, through our believe campaign every holiday season which is coming up now um, soon so you know yes definitely you know have these great ideas but share them with your wish coordinators so that they can um, you know kind of look into seeing if one we have already a national partnership with that company and two if we may already have a local contact that we could reach out to but that's exactly in line with what we want wish grinders to do is to kind of think outside the box a little bit and see what we can do to try to enhance that wish even better what about you monica what would you say is um is something that you can think of and, and want to share with us about a wish that no, you worked on the ones at the sunshine children's home and I loved our wish with Kira going to see Billy Joel. And I loved some of the other ones. I had a boy that, you know, went to Australia and knew so much about it. And he brought a surfboard home with him. But I have to say also that I really do love the puppy wishes. when it's <laughs> <a> puppy. <laughs> Those are always good. And you worked on a really cool one recently, maybe like two years ago. I say recent, it's like two, three years ago, where we had, um, where you worked on with Martha which was, uh, you were able to grant the wish at the wish house, if I remember yes, correctly. We took yeah. some photos there of Nevea, I believe, right? That was her name? Yeah, with her puppy. Yeah. Uh -huh. So so if you're listening to the podcast, we'll make sure to add in the show notes a link to Nevea's wish so you guys can see some pictures of the puppy that uh, Monica wanted to keep for herself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. <laughs> there you go. Now, Darren, in one word, how would you describe Make-A-Wish? Awesome. What about you, Monica? I would, I think I thought about 
liberating because it like liberates the kids from having to worry about what everything they're going through and lets them just be positive. It kind of liberates the family, the parents and the friends, you know, the, the siblings, because they also experience the joy of the wish. And I think it's also kind of liberating for me personally, because I'm one of those people that can really sweat the small stuff, like they said. And I think Mm-hmm. Working with these families, it helps me realize, you know, a lot of what I would have thought, oh my gosh, look at the problem. I realize I have like inconveniences or, you know, annoyances, but it puts it in perspective and makes me realize I don't really, sh- these are not things I should be worrying about, you know? It's like I, I'm blessed kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm blessed to be able to help these families. That's awesome. Good, I like what that. about What about you, uh, Darren? What? Well, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go back. We'll go back to another question, actually. Um, if you could have a wish, Darren, what would it be? Now, for those that are listening in and may not know our formal wish categories, I'll give you some time to think about it, Darren. Um, our five formal wish categories are to go, to meet, to have, to be, and to give. So out of all those different wish categories, which one of those kind of touches your heart? And if you could have a wish, what would you want? I would want to give a wish to another kid. That's what I would do. I would donate it back. Beautiful. Very altruistic of you. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Monica? If you could have a wish, you know, what would it be? Well, I'd have to agree with Darren. Like, I would like to give somebody. But I would also like to meet personally Dick Van Dyke if I could. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> Love Dick Van Dyke. Really? I didn't know that, Monica. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, you guys are still learning new things about each other. Yeah, he was my one and only fan letter I ever wrote. <laughs> did he write you back? Yes, he did. Really? Yes, he did. Wow, do you still have it? Yes, I do. My kids were annoyed because I had my McDonald's stock certificate on the piano alongside my picture of Dick Van Dyke, but I didn't have my children up there. <laughs> How funny. You know, this is actually a great um, kind of side note because... One of the unique things that we've been able, that I've been able to experience working with Make-A-Wish, like I said before, in one of my roles prior, it was to work directly with volunteers. And so one of the first ways that I get to know volunteers is through their application. So I have to say that when I first saw Monica's application and I saw her, her email address, um, wow. it was one of the things that first popped out at me. And I was like, I got to talk to this lady because, you know, she and I are, 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 are spirit, our, our spirits are together because we have an affinity for McDonald's and specifically a particular sandwich. So Monica, what is, you don't have to say your email address, but what is the beginning part of your email? Big Mac mama. There you go. You love Big Macs. And a few years ago, you actually stopped kind of eating Big Macs the way you used to, right? Yeah, yeah. They said I had celiac disease. And I said to the doctor, as a celebration, can I just once a year on my birthday have a Big Mac? And he goes, well, you could try, but you might be sicker than you've ever been. And I was like, that kind of took the joy out of it. Yeah. But I have to say, Abe, you had my back. And you sent me a recipe for the gluten-free Big Mac sauce. And that was like one of the best things ever. There you go. You see, we got to try to help each other. And that's one of the benefits of working at a chapter size like ours, because we are able to connect really closely with our volunteer base 
and we do get to know each other and get, and work very closely with each other over the years. And with, you know, you guys are two shining examples of, you know, volunteers that kind of started around, you know, for that started with me and been around for all these years and we've gotten to know each other really well. And, you know, we get to hear these stories over the years of the, you know, how our lives change and how we've evolved. And, you know, if I'm able to share a gluten-free recipe with one of our volunteers to kind of keep that, that Big Mac fix going, then, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm there oh, for I it. I my freschetta pizza for lunch today that you turned me on. My hey, it's funny. I had freschetta pizza yesterday with the kids for lunch. So that was, yeah, yeah. these things carry on. So that's awesome. Yeah, keep, um, those, keep those hints coming. You got it. You got it. So Darren, you know, last question in our shooting star segment, you know, what advice would you give to someone in the community that is interested in volunteering with Make-A-Wish? I would say Make-A-Wish is a great choice if you have time to volunteer. Um, because it's an incredible organization. It's wonderfully run. You'll be taken care of as an as a volunteer. You'll be, you know, uh, respected. And, you know, it, it just, it's a really good place to volunteer from a working standpoint. But, but the other, the alternative is that it's just an amazing cause. I mean, it's all about delivering joy to these kids. And I don't think it gets better in terms of where, how you want to spend your time. Because at the end of the day, you're delivering hope, joy, and strength to kids when they need it most. Awesome. And what about you, Monica? I just have two words. Do it. <laughs> don't, don't even think about it. Do it. You will never, ever, ever regret it. That's all I can say. No matter, you know, no matter what form you can do, if it's helping out on an event, you know, coming in the office, helping with the mailing, just whatever it is, do it. And you will never regret it. That's awesome. So as a final thought, because as you guys know, this podcast would be, it will begin to be shared during our 35th anniversary uh, of the chapter. And, you know, do you guys have any words or Darren, we'll start with you, Darren. Do you have anything you'd like to say and share um, with our donors that are, you know, wanting to kind of donate to, to our, our chapter during this anniversary year? You know, what would you tell them as far as, you know, what it means to donate to Make-Wish uh, for us? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, at the end of the day, donors have choices of where they want their money to go. And, and I respect that. Um, but if, if you're going to give to an organization, there's no better organization than Make-A-Wish when you actually see your, your tangible results of where your money goes. You actually get to see a kid go to Disney World. You actually get to hear about a kid, you know, swimming with the dolphins. So you, you get a really good sense of where your money actually goes when you donate or when you um, become a donor for Make-A-Wish. So, you know, you have choices at the end of the day, but you don't get better results than from where your money goes than with Make-A-Wish. That's awesome. And what about you, Monica? What advice would you give to, you know, a chapter supporter that's looking to, you know, donate to Make-A-Wish, you know, whether it be through a, a one-time donation, monthly donation, or even those those donors that are looking at potentially being part of our legacy of wishes, where they're looking into, you know, estate planning and things like that. Um, you know, what would you, kind of advice would you give them as far as, you know, encouraging them to donate to our local chapter? Yeah, you know, I, I know personally we get requests at home for all different kinds of charities, and you always wonder, well, how much of it is really going to the cause? How much of it is going to overhead, whatever? Um, like Darren said, when you see the kids and you know that they really are getting these wishes, it is absolutely incredible. But I've also been blessed to be able to work closely with the people at the wish house. And I know that they seriously take the responsibility of watching the money that comes in because you know face it we're not getting any government funding and we're not getting anything other than the, the money that comes in 
And they are trying their very hardest to stretch every dollar so that the most number of kids can get their wishes. So the people who are in charge of handling your money, I know, take that responsibility very, very seriously. And, you know, it really, it really, they will get whatever they donate, they can rest assured that their money is going for a very good cause. Thank you guys so much again for, for joining okay. us. If they, if they have any good gluten-free recipes, send our way to <laughs> And if you have any great gluten-free recipes, please share them with us in your comments so we can uh, pass them on over to Monica. So thank you guys again for, for joining us today. To our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission. Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy. <laughs>